0: It's the Lockdown Podcast Network,
1: your team every day. Support for this podcast comes from CDW and Dell Technologies.
0: You are Locked On Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Welcome into the Locked On Bengals podcast. I'm James Erpine. Appreciate you listening to this each and every single day. A lot to get to. Just came back from Paul Brown Stadium, the Bengals locker room. You're going to hear from Tyler Boyd on his first touchdown reception. If he can help the Bengals stretch the field with A.J. Green out, You're also going to get exclusive one-on-one, an interview with Cedric Pierman, who today the Bengals announced will resume practice. He could be the guy that comes back from injured reserve. They made that decision today, and they have three weeks to activate him and make a decision on whether or not to put him on the active roster. So you're going to hear from those two guys. I also got Darquez, Denard, Rex, Burkhead, Domata Pecco. I'm not sure if we'll get to all of those today. You're going to hear from them, though, probably Friday or, or uh, later this week. Obviously, it's weird with Thanksgiving. Tomorrow, we're not going to have a show because I, I, I assume you'll be with the family. You'll be watching football. We'll take that day off. But Friday, Joe Goodberry is going to join me on this podcast. We'll get to as much of the audio as we can, the, the Bengals players. If for some reason we don't get to it all on this podcast, I'm going to put the rest up on my blog at 700-WLW-AND-ESPN-1530.com. Follow me on Twitter at Erpine, and let's dive right into it now. Because now, with Giovanni Bernard injured, with A.J. Green out for what looks to be significant time with a hamstring injury, the Bengals are going to have to do something on offense. And I thought about it. And the the easy thing is going to be to run the ball. And obviously they're going to try to run the ball more, but that's tough because now you you downgraded at running back. All all due respect to Rex Burkhead, he's not as good as Giovanni Bernard. So now you have Jeremy Hill, who struggled for a large part of the, of the past year and a half, and you have Rex Burkhead, a backup. So running the ball, it sounds good. Not sure it's going to work. Hopefully it does. I assume the Bengals will try to run the ball more. What else can they do? I thought about it. I think they're going to move Tyler Boyd around more. I I don't think he's going to be strictly a slot guy. I think he will be on the outside. I think they will try to send him deep. He's better than Brandon LaFell. He's young. He's raw. He's greener. But I think he's a better wide receiver than Brandon LaFell. The other thing they can do, because obviously Tyler Eifert's going to get double teamed. I wouldn't be shocked, and they talked about it earlier when Tyler Eifert was out, I think they're going to use three tight ends and do a three-tight end set with C.J. Uzama, Tyler Croft, and Tyler Eifert. And that way you have three guys, all pretty athletic for their size, three guys who can catch the ball, and somewhere there's going to be a mismatch. You, you have those three. You put those three in, one, one running back. And then the, the other thing you can do is put Ryan Hewitt in at, at H-back, at fullback, Try to run the ball more there, but you need some passing formations out of that. And I think adding the extra tight end, bringing in maybe two tight ends plus Hewitt, will give you a chance to do some play action with Hill in the backfield. That's something they struggled with earlier this year. And I know this is really football heavy, in X's and O's based. But what the hell's the offense going to do? They they weren't playing well with AJ and with Geo. You take them out, you're going to have to go back to square one, put these guys in a position to succeed. I think it starts with moving Tyler Boyd around. Tyler Eifert, too. I, I, I think you put him out at outside at wide receiver, put Boyd in the slot, and LaFell on the other side because that way you're going to get a cornerback on Eifert, especially in the red zone. You could throw it up to him if you need to do it, get, get him uh, one-on-one on a fade. You can run a quick slant with him, and he's a big body. He can out-muscle those cornerbacks. So I think those are just a few things I'm thinking of that the Bengals can do. Tweet me at James Rapine if you have the bright solution, the the fix for the Bengals' offense. And I mentioned Tyler Boyd. I talked to him last week. You heard him here on the Locked on Bengals podcast and how he dropped a touchdown against the Giants. He was bummed because, heck, he was going to score and it would have been his first NFL touchdown. Well, this week he did score – His first NFL touchdown against, you know, the Buffalo Bills. I forgot who the hell they played. Against the Buffalo Bills. He breaks down that play, talks about where that game ball is, if he kept it, and where the offense is going to go from here. His role in the offense and what he's got to do to help pick up the slack now that A.J. and Giovanni Bernard are going to be out of the lineup for a while. Tyler, we talked about it last week. Uh, got your first touchdown. What was that uh, feeling like? Talk about the play.
4: Man, you know, what? It, it, it felt great. You know, I knew that I had to beat the man over me and I did and the ball came right where it had to be and I made the play. You know, it was one of the best times of, of my life. You know, I'm going to always keep that game ball, share a But, you know, it's, it's time to, to, to advance to the, to, to the next week and, and try to do it again
1: yeah where, where'd you put the game ball
4: oh, I got it out of my house uh, right now you know my mom probably gonna come over and steal it you know but I'm gonna try to keep it there for a while I didn't know
1: that Until she come get it gotcha, gotcha. You, you mentioned this week with 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 AJ going down you you're certainly gonna be looked at probably gonna get some more targets along with with Brandon and, and Tyler what uh, do you feel like you're ready for uh, for, for the increased role Definitely, you know I'm I'm a, I'm a
4: guy that they knew and believed in, you know. So I'm gonna just come in whenever my name called, number call, I'm gonna make the play.
1: What have you seen on film from from Baltimore? Their their cornerbacks, their defense. Their defense is certainly better this season than it was last year, and they definitely rely on that to win games.
4: Uh, they definitely play fundamentally sound. They 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 play great together. You know they don't really got guys in the secondary that's that's that has. Ability to, to, to watch a number one guy and follow him like a Sherman or a Pat Peterson or anything like that, you know. But collectively, they, they're the best defensive league, you yeah. know. So you, so you got to respect it, you know. Whatever they're doing is, is working for them, you know. So we just got to do a great job of executing and, and getting to our landmarks and getting where we need to be for, for the quarterback to throw accurate ball for us.
1: We saw it in the preseason, you going deep, but we haven't really seen it during the regular season with AJ down. The, the the thing people are wondering is how the Bengals are going to stretch the field. Is that something you feel like you could help with?
4: Definitely, you know. Like I mentioned, I'm a, I'm a versatile player. You know, I believe that my vertical sh- speed is a threat. You know, I feel like my explosion off the ball is, is, is fast enough to to have a defender respect my ability to get downfield. You know, so it, it doesn't matter to me. You know, they they call my number, tell me to do something. I go out there and do it the best way. And, and if it, nine times out of ten, I'm, I'm gonna come down with the, with the ball.
1: It's Thanksgiving week. Uh, what's your favorite Thanksgiving food, Tyler? Uh, gotta go with the ham. Ham. Oh, not turkey.
4: Well, <laughs> both. You know, they're my, they're my two favorites. My go-to and some mac and cheese. You know, but all of it, you know, is pretty, pretty good to me. But the ham and turkey is a must.
1: Awesome. Well, enjoy time with the fam, and uh, we will uh, talk to you soon. Good luck Sunday. Appreciate you. That's Tyler Boyd. Happy for him to get his first touchdown. And... In- I think if they move him around, you're going to see Boyd really come into his own here. I, I'm a fan of him, and I've watched him, and I saw him in mini camp and training camp, and I saw him in preseason, and it hasn't completely translated to the regular season. But I'm excited to see how he's used now, because now, instead of being a complimentary player, he's going to have to be a guy that's not the focal point of the offense, but he's going to be a bigger part of the offense and that means he's going to have to be in sync with Andy Dalton, and that certainly will be interesting to see. If you're a football head like me, you want to see how they use him, X's and O's wise, I think it's going to be interesting. I think Tyler Boyd will thrive. There might be some bumps in the road. He's a rookie, but overall, he's going to thrive. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast, and Cedric Pierman in the news returning to practice. I'm looking at the the media release right now, and, Man, Cedric Pierman returning to practice designated him for return off the reserve injured list. He had that forearm injury. Now they have three weeks where he's not going to be counted towards the 53-man player uh, active roster. He could be out of the roster during any time, so they could do it. Maybe not this week. They might do it next week or the week week after. But Cedric Pierman, the guy who's coming back from IR, and I, I'll be honest, I was kind of bummed about it. Not for Pierman. It's, it has nothing to do with him, and you're going to hear from him in probably 60 seconds or so. But I wanted to see what William Jackson the third could do at cornerback. He's a first-round pick. Haven't seen him. I know what Cedric Pierman is. I don't know what William Jackson is. Dre Kirkpatrick, free agent to be this offseason. What if William Jackson the third plays really well and Darquest Denard plays really well? Then maybe you're not forced to sign Dre. Instead, they're not going to know what they have with William Jackson and it's another early-round rookie not getting playing time in his first season. I just don't like that, but I get it. I understand with Gio's injury, you bring back Cedric Pierman. It makes sense football-wise. It makes sense to fill a need and fill a hole because now Burkhead, it's real simple. Burkhead's going to get some of Gio's snaps. Jeremy Hill's going to get the majority of the snaps in the backfield. Cedric Pierman probably helps Burkhead with that special team's Role And without further ado, I caught up with Cedric Pierman today in the Bengals locker room, talking to him about the season, Thanksgiving, and what it's like to return from the injured reserved list. Here's my one-on-one with Cedric Pierman. Cedric, what was it like being on the sidelines for for this scene, watching uh, watching the game, and now, now you're back. Uh, just give me some thoughts on that. Well, you know, obviously
3: it's it's good to be back, and after it seems like a long vacation, <laughs> um, it, it's good to be back, and uh, with uh, you know, things are still up in the air, so I don't know, you know, if I'm, you know, definitely back for sure. So we'll we'll see how things go.
1: Thanksgiving week, uh, I I know you've talked about what you're thankful for, but what's your favorite Thanksgiving food? What dish are you most looking forward to? Uh,
3: the dish that I'm most looking forward to, like last year I had uh, some, uh, like the deep fried turkey, so okay. that's always a good thing. I don't <laughs> know if I'll get it this year, but uh, maybe uh, definitely some turkey or some stuffing or I love bread, that's okay. my weakness, so <laughs> maybe a good roll or something like that would be nice.
1: Are you going to watch watch any football or do you try to uh, step away from it on Thanksgiving?
3: Definitely, um, you know, I grew up in the household where where, you know we watch the games you know on Thanksgiving we eat watch the games I go outside as a kid play football or whatever yeah. Um, so
1: yeah definitely yeah. watch the games do you ex- expect football wise um, if, if you do end up returning uh, obviously with, with geo going on do you expect to get carries do you expect it to be more of a special teams role has that been addressed at all
3: um, you know obviously my role has been you know special teams here for several years so you know I'm looking to fulfill that role and do the best job
1: I can if anything else comes you know my job is just to be ready for that. Rex said that you've you've been ready chomping at the bit to, to come back. <laughs> how, how long have you you've been ready or, or been, you know, healthy in your mind?
3: Um, you know, I mean, according to the doctors, this is the week to be back, so according to them, you know, I just leave it up to them. This is the
1: week to be back, so um, I'm just taking that as it is at the beginning of the season. I I don't think anybody would have expected a a 3-6-1 start from this team. Still alive uh, in the division. What's the mindset? You're definitely one of the the veterans on the team. Mindset and and goal uh, moving forward here as there's still six games left. I
3: think the the mindset has to be um, we just have to continue to, to build and, and and get better. You know, we have to you know correct our mistakes and just make the critical plays when they're there. And uh, we've been in a lot of close ball games and we haven't done well in the second half. So we just have to find a way to, to win ball games, whatever that may be, special teams making a big play or defense with a turnover or offense putting a drive together. We just have to do whatever it takes to to win the game in the second half. Uh,
1: one last question for you offensively, you lose someone like Giovanni Bernard. A superstar like AJ Green, that, that's got to be almost shocking to to a locker room. What do you what do you do, not to replace them because you can't, but uh, to, to kind of make up for their production?
3: Well, the uh, the old saying is like next man up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why they have a yeah. bunch of guys on the roster. You know, guys that are waiting, guys who have reduced roles, and now get bumped up and have. Uh, you know, more of a role on, you know, offense or defense or special teams or whatever it may be. So, you know, I think it, you know, I have to have, every team has to have the next man up mentality. Um, the next guy in there, you know, has to be ready. And, and if it takes a couple of guys to make what one guy would do, you know, happen, then that's what it has to be.
1: Appreciate the time. Have uh, Happy, happy Thanks Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. That's my one-on-one with Cedric Pierman. And while I'm at it, real quick, everyone, all of you have a happy Thanksgiving I'm thankful for a ton, of course, friends, family, but I'm thankful for you as well because we're 40-something episodes, 42 episodes into this Locked On Bengals podcast. We picked it up mid-season, and uh, y- you've been great. I hope it continues. I hope we continue to build certainly something to build around, and, and I- I'm thankful for that. I really enjoy it. I I, I love talking to you guys daily. It-, it forces me to come up with different angles and and think on a daily basis Oh, well, what do they want to hear now? I I feel like we try to hit it um, nail on the head the majority of the time. So thank you so much. Happy Thanksgiving. And in a minute, you're going to hear more interviews, including Domita Pecco. He talked with the media today. It's Scrum Audio, so it's me and a bunch of reporters. But I think it is relevant. But first, I got to tell you about my friends at SeatGeek. It is the smartest and easiest way to find tickets. For the football games you want to see up close and in person this season, there's nothing like being at the stadium, and I have a deal for you. Look, get the Seat Geek app on your phone. I have it on my phone, and it's by far the easiest way to shop for tickets. I can be anywhere, and with a few taps pop, 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 I have tickets to the game I want. It's not just NFL, but naturally, you're probably an NFL fan, so you're trying to go to the NFL game this week that that excites you. Heck, maybe you're in Baltimore. I have friends in Maryland that are Bengals fans. You go into the game, get tickets with SeatGeek, and right now my listeners are going to get a twenty dollars rebate off their first SeatGeek purchase. To get your twenty dollars rebate on tickets, download the SeatGeek app, go to the settings tab, and click Add a promo code. Enter promo code L O Bengals. That's Locked On Bengals. L O. Bengals and SeatGeek will send you twenty dollars after you've made your first ticket purchase. Download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code LO BENGALS today. Earlier today, Bengals defensive tackle Domata Peco talked with the media. I discussed uh, a few things with him. I got to ask a few questions. Elise Jesse of Channel Five and a few other reporters talk to him as well here's domita peco earlier today talking about thanksgiving the defense in the upcoming matchup this weekend against the baltimore ravens
0: all right so baltimore we all know how they play but you guys have beaten them five games in a row um, what's your mentality i guess going in for this one it's very important to win this one yeah. for you guys obviously
2: yeah big division game you know uh, they're in first place right now so it's a chance for us to get a game back and uh, we, should, we really need to get stuff going you know um I know it hasn't been, uh, you know, the, the, the best of starts or whatnot. We're in the middle of the season now. And uh, I was really encouraged by what our coach told us. He said, hey, man, you know, our record is what it is. But, uh, you know, we're the ones that put us here in our in our, in our in our record where we're at. So the only way to get out is, is ourselves, you know. So we just really looked in the mirror. And uh, you know, we're really excited to get back to work, you know, get this uh, – try to get a win under our belts and, and get back to uh, one game – behind a uh, half a game. So everything's right in front of us. We just have to go out there and prove it and get it done.
0: What's it like knowing that you guys essentially
2: control your own destiny going forward? Yeah, it's, that's, that's the best part about it. You know, we're not relying on if this team loses or what, blah, blah, blah. It's, it's up to us, you know, and it's, <laughs> it's all on our own shoulders. So we've got to uh, just go up, own, take ownership of it, and, uh, and go and, and have some fun, man. And that's, that's what I'm, I'm excited about. You know, the past couple games, our defense has picked it up, you know, and we've been flying around and, and making some plays and, and keeping guys of the end zone. And, and so we're, we're really encouraged by how our defense is playing right now
0: and I know it's still a work week for you, but what's your favorite part about Thanksgiving?
2: Yeah, man, it's, it's, it's awesome. You know, Thanksgiving's probably one of my favorite holidays. It's right around my birthday, but uh, I was taught at a young age just, just to always be grateful, always be thankful. And, uh, you know, right now is, 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 is a great time of year. The holidays are here, you know, so uh, get with your family and spend time with loved ones. It's a great time.
0: What are you thankful for this year?
2: Uh, me, man, I'm always thankful, for, I'm, I'm mostly thankful for my family, you know. Uh, my family really keeps me going, and uh, it's nothing like a, a long day work, going home and seeing my, my three little boys waiting for me to come home and, and play with them, so I'm always thankful for family.
0: When you weren't out of town, where did you used to go? What's where that? Whose families How did you go to uh, when, you, when, you were, when you didn't have these obligations?
2: Uh, well, most of the time, people come to our house, man. You know, that's that's what we like to do. We like to have people over, friends and family. And uh, just like tomorrow, we're going to have some teammates over, my brother coming in town. And uh, it'll be a good time just to eat some turkey and uh, enjoy family.
4: When you look at this Ravens team, obviously they're a lot of veteran guys.
0: What do they bring to the table when you look at them on
2: film? Well, I know they're playing the uh, – they had lost a couple, like they started off 3-0 and and they lost like four in a row or whatnot and they, they won two and they lost the last one. So uh, I know they're a veteran group over there. They have a, their O-line has, has been playing really well. They got Yonda over there, Zuta, you know, and uh, so uh, they have Steve Smith, you know, we got to make sure we, we cover him, but they have a veteran group. They're kind of like our team. They're mixed with young guys and veterans. But, uh, you know, we're really excited with the way we've been beat, playing them. Uh, we beat them five times in a row, so we're, we're looking to go out there and make it six. And uh, we have some really uh, good times up there in Baltimore, you know, so we're excited to get on the field and, and, and get a game back and, and get to where we need to be. You ever
0: wish you could just sit back and watch Steve Smith and Adam talk smack to each other? Uh, <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, that's, that's kind of crazy. But uh, I have a lot of respect for Steve Smith, yeah. you know, probably. Uh, yeah. One of the better wide receivers to ever play this game, you know, and uh, I just like his attitude, how he plays. He's he's a real aggressive guy, physical dude, and uh, and him and Adam will have a great time together. <laughs>
4: you mentioned the, you
2: mentioned the defense playing better. What's uh, what's changed the past couple weeks? Uh, we're just starting to get get the get going, you know, uh, and uh, I think just our red zone defense has really picked up the last two weeks, you know, because uh, I think the Bills are down there several times and we held them to the field goals. Then we had a nice goal line stance last week. And uh, you know, just trying to keep people's out uh, out of the out of the end zone. And that's the, that's what you do on defense. If they're not scoring, then you're doing your job. So
1: that's Domita Peco, and man, great guy. I hope he has a good Thanksgiving. And man, oh man. So we're at the 20 minute mark. Usually that's when I cap the podcast, but we got so many exclusive one on ones. We're not doing a show tomorrow. Let's extend it a little bit. And uh, right here on the Black Dawn Bengals podcast, I also caught up with running back Rex Burkhead, who now you're going to see. In offensive formations, you're going to see him on the field more, not on special teams like you normally do, but also on offense with Andy Dalton and the crew. Here's Rex Burkhead talking to a bunch of us, a bunch of the reporters earlier today in the Bengals locker room about his role, how he's prepared for this moment, and what he's got to do to kind of maybe not take over for Gio, but fill that role and do it to the best of his ability.
0: You don't want to be caught off guard, you know? time does come. of always want to be focused in on what you should be doing as a running back, not just as a guy on special teams or uh, whatever your role is on the team. And, uh, you know, that's something I've tried to do ever since I've been here uh, the past four years. So, um, you know, now I think that role is going to increase and uh, I think that that work should pay off now. Uh, you know, hopefully I can show that on Sunday. So, does
1: your special teams role, is, is the- is that going to kind of slide into that with you taking more snaps on offense or do you all even know? Uh,
0: I'm not sure right now. Uh, I mean, I'm sure that's, that's more of a uh, question for the coaches and as of right now, it's still up in the air. But bringing a setback is maybe a sign of that, though. Yeah, well, he's, you know he's been ready to come back and uh, you know we, we've been wanting him back. He's a pro Bowl player last year and uh, you know someone we definitely missed on special teams.
4: Is this an elimination game?
0: Is it what? I'm sorry. Is this an elimination game for you guys? Uh, you know, it's a big game. Um, you know, it's huge. You never know what can happen um, on down the road. And uh, we, we realize how big of a game it is. And, uh, you know, we need to go out there and uh, showcase what this team's really made of. Baltimore has one of them. They've got a lot of bullets packages. Obviously, Pease likes to come from different areas. I think, if I'm not mistaken, Geo had the big block on uh, AJ's 80-yarder uh, last year. You go back and look at tape. It, um, can you watch Geo give you any tips on how to do that and what's pick, pick up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He gives me tips, um, you know, certain things to look for and, um, you know, how to attack certain guys. Um, you know, I don't want to give that information out Not or right, anything, right. but, uh, yeah, he definitely does. Um, that's the kind teammate he is. He's always looking to help us out. What's Baltimore how do they challenge you with that respect? What, what what kind of challenges do they bring? Yeah, they have a great defensive front. Um, you know, they're big. They're stout up front. Uh, we gotta get movement on them for sure. And uh, you know, uh, then their linebackers are good as well. They float through the ball quickly. And uh, yeah, we're just gonna have to control the, the line scrimmage. Do they blitz much from the secondary? Do they blitz much from the secondary? I mean, they, they blitz everywhere. Yeah. But, right. um, yeah. So uh, you know, just gotta be ready for anything.
1: You do gotta be ready for anything. He seems ready. He sounds ready. Like I said, this offense, it's going to look different. I expect three tight end sets. I expect to see more Ryan Hewitt. I expect to see Tyler Boyd moving around, not only at slot, because we've seen him pretty much strictly as as a slot-wide receiver through the first 10 games. I think he's going to be on the outside more this week. Not a ton, but he will have some formations. I wouldn't be shocked. You saw how confident he was. I wouldn't be shocked if they sent him deep as well because the Bengals' offense, they have to get it in gear. Domita Pecco acknowledged it. The defense is playing better. Defense is playing better. Offense has to follow suit if they're going to make a run here. It starts this week. I talked to the Bengals players. They seemed hopeful. Uh, other guys off the record, they they say, hey, we need to get one. If we get one, maybe it can lead to more than one, and, and we can start to get you know, on a roll here. They don't seem completely out of it. I know fans have given up uh, or, or potentially have given up. I get it. Three, six, and one. I totally understand why. But who knows what they do in Baltimore. Big game this week. And I'll tell you one thing. If you want exclusive coverage, you've come to the right place. So subscribe, like, and share, and listen to the Locked On Bengals podcast. Share it with everybody you know. Your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, anybody that likes the Bengals. Share it with them because, you know, we want you to subscribe. We want to keep this growing. And until Friday, when you'll hear – from Joe Goodberry, we'll preview the matchup. I'm James Erpine. Thank you for listening to the Locked On Bengals podcast.
3: Did you watch the 2020 Reds with higher expectations than a first-round wild-card exit of epic proportions? Did you think that the Reds hitting would come around with the signings that they made last off-season? Are you wondering who is asking you all of these questions? Hi, my name is Jeff Carr, and I host the Locked On Reds podcast each and every day, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team,